was this just a, a way for you to get a brewery on site at UCS? That definitely helped. I think our um, <laughs> everyone getting on board. But yeah, no, that wasn't the only reason. So it's, it's it's a great we brew beer as a as a byproduct of the research. But there's some real research as well behind the whole thing. Whether it's in the largest breweries or the smallest craft brewers, humans have had their hands and tongues firmly on the steering wheel of brewing. Beer has been a beverage made by humans to be enjoyed by humans. However, like other industry sectors, you could see AI's role in brewing growing in the future. Dr. Nick Bennett of UTS's School of Mechatronic and Mechanical Engineering is investigating ways to incorporate AI technology into the brewing process. The technology could help brewers to closely monitor their processes, fine-tune their recipes, and even clone their whole operation to a sibling brewery across the globe. But the question remains, can AI efficiency stack up to the human brewer's intuition? Historically, there's sort of been three stages of industrial development through the last sort of decade or so, starting with the Industrial Revolution. So Industry 4.0 is, is really refers to the kind of digitalization of, of technology and having this wide range of sensor capability and lots of data and sensors available to us and being able to kind of collect and interrogate that data in clever ways that were never possible before. So what are we actually looking into at this research? One of the things that we can do, this brewery is quite well automated and it's it's also augmented with a lot of sensors and sensing capabilities. So we, we make a lot of measurements about the brewing process throughout the brewing. We save that data and that's stored away in a database in the cloud. And we can come back and we can look at that data anytime in the future. And the idea there is really that once we brew a lot of beer, and we vary the process conditions, we vary ingredients, and we we make measurements of how the beer tastes at the end or how the beer looks and things like that. But we can look at things that aren't maybe necessarily obvious in terms of what's been successful in the brew and why things taste the way they do or why things look the way they do. And we're also doing work on, on other things as well. So sustainability is a key one. We're um, also looking at sustainability of brewing, particularly things like um, recovery of the waste tea. You have to boil the wort when you uh, brew the beer and that creates a lot of heat. So we're looking at ways we, we can recover that, ways that haven't been implemented before. So yeah, but, and those are, those are just a few examples. It's still quite embryonic, really, where we are, I suppose, with, with this laboratory. So there'll be plenty of other things, I think, happening over the next uh, couple of years. How does it actually work? So is the AI looking for specific compounds in the beer that it's then replicating across to its clone? The system is basically, um, the, the brewery has a lot of sensors on board. We take that sensor data and the AI part then can be used in a range of ways. We need to label the data and say what's what the different sensors are sensing. And then we can try to find correlations and things between different data sets. So it could be like the ingredient versus the bitterness at the end. Or, you know, it could be the, the color that we look at as a function of how long we boil the wort for. Um, but more commonly, we look at a combination of things all at the same time to see, well, if you have this thing happening and that thing and this and something else, you end up with this thing that occurs as a result of all of these other things being in a certain way. So it's kind of those things that brewers do, you know, they get the experience from doing this. They do this naturally. But this is supposed to look, if you don't have that brewing expertise, as actually we don't within our team at the moment, it's a way to allow you to um, work out how to brew a good beer without that knowledge. And it also, it can open up things that brewers wouldn't be able to see as well. Because if you have extensive data sets over many, many years, many, many brews, you can really dig down into that data using artificial intelligence models to see things that just 
aren't really possible to see by human eye or human instinct. And uh, I've seen that you've also made a clone of the Young Henry's brewing process in, in Germany. So you were able to recreate the Young Henry's Newtowner using local ingredients in Germany. Is that, is that, is that right or am I sort of a little bit off base? That's, that's pretty much right. So we've, um, we've brewed Newtowner uh, down at our, um, our brewery, yeah. The, the idea is less about actually brewing Newtowner in Germany, but we are looking at how we can translate recipes. We have a partnership with a university in Germany, the Technical University of Dortmund. Um, they have exactly the same physical equipment as we have. So in, in many ways, you'd expect that if they brew a beer and we brew a beer um, with the same equipment, same ingredients and things, they should be exactly the same. But we're looking at whether that's the case. So if you do things in different locations, Maybe the water's a bit different, maybe other things are a bit different. I mean, you might get a different end product, a different beer at the end. So there's sort of a big network across both hemispheres. Looking at this kind of problem, this idea of kind of concept drift, when you when you do normally the same thing, but you do it in different locations. So what are you hoping to gain from this? Yeah, we hope to gain some knowledge about the brewing process, to be able to do things repeatedly and reproducibly, to make a really consistent product and know how we can achieve that. And, you know, that's good for many things. It's good from a sustainability point of view because you can you, you avoid waste product. So I'd say that's the key one. Also, um, bigger bigger manufacturers do it in a range of ways. You know, people like Coca-Cola and, and large beer manufacturers manufacture the same product all over the world. But for people like Young Henry's and craft breweries, and, and there are many of those in Australia, six or 700 independent breweries in Australia. So if those guys want to get beers into Germany or Europe or anywhere, um, they really need to package them up and send them across the world. You know, and that takes a bit of time and there's you know, a lot that can happen on those logistics. Um, it's also costly. There's also a CO2 environmental kind of footprint. But if you could partner up, if Young Henry's could partner up with an equivalent in Germany and their recipe can be translated over to the German brewery, then they could brew Newtowner in Germany. With their partner without having to you know send crates and kegs of beer across the world or pounds you know all across the world so it's um it opens up a few new possibilities particularly for smaller breweries within australia which i think is quite exciting will we be seeing any um any bennett's brew coming out to the bottle shops soon yeah i hope so if the, the breweries come in and they brew the beer then i hope we get some naming rights that would be good as long as it's a good one What does a brewer think of these new digital processes? I was really excited to see some of the gadgets that they had out there. Um, I was a little bit of a kid in a candy store. Um. <laughs> Danielle McDonald is a technical support officer at UTS's Faculty of Engineering and IT and a brewer at Sydney Brewery. She was more than happy to give her perspective on these developing AI technologies. Here at Sydney Brewery, it's a real collaborative approach. So, you know, brewers will find inspiration from all sorts, you know, other beers that they've tried throughout their travels, from other breweries, you know, chuck some ingredients in and see sort of what works and what doesn't. And, you know, we'll sort of sit down and bring it to the table, have a discussion and say, you know, I've got an idea for this. And then other people will bring in their technical knowledge as well and say, right, well, how can we how can we create a recipe around that sort of flavour profile? It's well received. Um, often breweries like this that have sort of that smaller R&D kind of space can play with stuff. And if it's good, we'll just sort of tweak the recipe and 
will then sort of upscale it and in a bigger production area and yeah. Do you find that different brewers have different styles? Definitely. Brewers will have, you know, their favourite styles that they like to drink and then often, you know, their favourite styles that they like to brew as well. What's your style? I've come around full circle actually. I was very much into, you know, big flavourful beers with lots of added adjuncts, you know, crazy donut flavoured this and some sours. But now I'm, I'm, I really just love a crisp lager <laughs> or a pilsner. Keep it simple. Keep yeah. It simple. yeah, yeah. What's, yeah. what's been your favourite brew that you've made, Reese? or like in your career really? I'm just curious to know. Probably, I guess my first brew was probably one that still um, sort of stands out for me. Um, it was I brewed a sour orange thyme and honey sour mm. beer um, and it was my first beer to be packaged in a can. Um, so, yeah, pretty cool. Yeah. Pretty cool to see your name and, you know, some, and, and, you know, your recipe concepts sort of on an, in a can. How would you see those technologies being being used to change the process here, if, if, if it would change the process here at all? I don't know that it would change the process that much. I think there would be various points throughout the process where you are, they're less manual. Um, so there's some more automation um, involved in the process, but I still think that there's there's gaps within there where you do need sort of that hands-on. Can't program intuition, right? I don't think there's going to be um, machines that are going to completely take over the brewing or that are going to completely automate the brewing process um, just yet. There is part of the process that can be, you know, hands-off and, and, and automated. I think in a number of years' time, seeing those come out and play in, in market and in industry, yeah, I'm really excited for that. Think Digital Futures is made possible with the support of 2SCR Radio, the University of Technology Sydney, and is heard around Australia on the Community Radio Network. Think Digital Futures is made in Sydney, which sits on Gadigal land of the Eora Nation, whose sovereignty was never ceded. You can subscribe to Think Digital Futures wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Cameron Furlong. Thanks for listening.